listening to the Colossal Tussle Podcast. And before we get started with our episode today, I have some shows to present to you. Some lovely evenings out with the familia. Getting Spanish up in this piece. Starting first with C4 Wrestling presenting Friday the 13th. Ooh, Mr. Spooks. It is happening May the 13th in St. Anthony's Hall in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. The doors will open at 6.30. The show itself starts at 7.30. And indeed, tickets are available. Head over to c4wrestling.com for details. Also on the docket is Pro Wrestling Ontario presenting Maximum Damage. That is Saturday, May the 28th, and that is going to be at Upper Wellington Street, 1016. It's the Greenhouse. And yes, indeed, tickets are available. You know it. You know it to be true. ProWrestlingOntario.ca, head over there and get your tickets now. Gonna have some great shows as we support... Canadian independent wrestling, and without further ado, on with the show. The Colossal Tussle Podcast, episode number nine, and we couldn't be finer. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Ooh, Colossal Tussle Pod, episode nine. It is I coming to you live from the largest toga party in the universe. <laughs> Yes, from the land of the rising sun of Sentinel and Shepherd, it is I, K.J. Johnson, and to my right, oh yes, oh yes, he is the best there is, the best there was, like and the best there like ever that. will be. He is the Native American Tatanka <laughs> impersonator himself. It is. Just John. Yeah. Ah, yes, sir. How's it going? I'm good, buddy. How are you? How's how's life? It is life. I like it. Is it. Life. I like it. You know, everything is <laughs> everything is as it is. Everything was what it was. I love it. I yes. love it. We've entered yet another week of uh, wrestling podcasting. Yep. Episode number nine. We're getting uh, we... we're getting to double digit numbers soon. Yep. We we missed one, but you know it wasn't. Because we were out just being lazy. We have not let the fame get to our heads. No, no. We were at a good old-fashioned wrestling show. We were watching some wrestling. Yeah, no cracking of champagne here. No No celebratory. We did it, fam. We are still humble as as they come. And uh, speaking of humble, we went to Humbleton. A.K.A. (laughs) Hamilton. We went to Hamilton for our wrestling show, didn't we? We were outside for like 12 hours. Yes, yes. It See, is that's the, how committed we are yes. to this wrestling shit. The longest travel 
collectively that I think we've ever been on in the in the great province of Ontario. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and we went to the uh, the Pro Wrestling Ontario Redemption. Yeah, and uh, how that first and foremost, okay, like uh, how did you enjoy your because this was your first ever indie wrestling experience? Yes, this is my first like real in because like we've only been to you know not to brag, yeah, yeah. but we've only been to WWE shows, yeah. so this is my first time in a small warehouse. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A warehouse indeed. Uh, yeah. A makeshift garage, I believe. <laughs> um just, just to paint the picture, you know, when our Uber driver got there, <laughs> he was concerned for our safety. <laughs> he was. He was like, are you sure he you want to get off here? <laughs> he just saw a bunch of punk rockers and, you know, mm. an uh, empty garage. And he was like, are you guys sure this is the place? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but indeed it was the place. Yes. And uh yeah, so how did you enjoy the show? Loved, loved, loved the entire show. Yeah. There were some down moments, but overall, great, great show. Indeed, yeah, yeah. indeed. Yes, we had uh John Greed and Tarek. That was uh who we went to go and see, really. And they did not disappoint. Yeah. Classic, classic fucking match. Exactly. When it does go up on YouTube, I really recommend that everyone go out and watch that match. For yeah, sure. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, great match. Yeah, a hot opener as mm-hmm. well. Um, then we had, yeah, we had kind of good match after good match. And then the highlight of the show itself was a trio's ladder match. Yes. Nine human beings <laughs> and a couple of Home Depot ladders. Yes. <laughs> And, and a very unstable ring. That's right. And it sounds like a train wreck. It does. It sounds like an absolute train wreck. And I think with lesser professionals, it would have been. <laughs> Listen, when they when they made that announcement, we both looked at each other like someone's going to get badly hurt. Badly hurt. Just seeing them put the titles up on, on, <laughs> on, on like the chain the, mail. Yeah, like the, on the chains. <laughs> I was like, this is not gonna this is not gonna end great, mm-hmm. but fuck, they did an amazing job. That was yes. highlight of the night. Yes. Everyone was going crazy for this for this match. I got up out of my seat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a moment, unfortunately, I need to dig in and I need to continue to learn the people's names because I, I've I've learned the names and then I immediately forget the names. I've yes. had a moment to sit and percolate with the show for about a week or so, and I've lost a lot of names. I think I remember like <laughs> four people, maybe. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. However, and one of them is my brother. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but one of the men did a spectacular fall through four sets of tables face first. <laughs> I'm I'm not sure that was the plan, but no. yeah. But it was a spectacular fall. Uh, thankfully, took he, it like a he champ. seemed okay. Yeah, yeah, yes. he took it like a champ. Yes, yes. So that was that was great. That was a highlight for me. There was mm-hmm. a lot of good highlights. The main event was pretty good. Alessandro Del, Bil- Del Bruno, the yeah, first yeah. time that you've ever met that man yeah. in the human flesh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And yeah. as you said, he didn't do too bad. Because <laughs> the whole, basically a little bit of backstory, the whole time that we were basically preparing to go to this pay-per-view, out of all the performers I saw, I'm like, this is just a regular, <laughs> just a, he can't be a, a professional wrestler. 
Apparently, I was wrong because he mm-hmm. he was great. Him and um just Justin Sane, yes, Justin, Justin yes, Shane, it, Sane, Sane, Justin Sane, Sane, yes, <laughs> he's not crazy. <laughs> oh no, he's just insane. <laughs> so him and Justin Sane put on a really really good match. It was a really great heel work from from Del Bruno. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. it was a great main event to cap off what was a i mean listen surprisingly good show but that's mm-hmm. not to knock the professionals that was that i've never seen most of these people before. exactly so exactly. my expectations were not high just because i didn't know most of the people yeah and again it's a, it's an indie show so you're not expecting or at least i wasn't because like out of all the indie shows i've seen like highlights of yes. on youtube and stuff it always looks like it's it's gonna be a train wreck. Yes, so I was very surprised at, at like the the level that all these guys were at. Yes, fantastic performers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, definitely, it's gonna go up on their YouTube mm-hmm. channel, Pro Wrestling Ontario. So keep a lookout for them, and and do honestly go and check out yeah. their page. I'm they st- already have good stuff on there. Yeah, I'm still waiting for them to upload it because I still want to rewatch the yes. the John Green match. I want to rewatch the 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 triple threat uh, ladder mm-hmm. match. There's a couple matches in that show that I want to go back and rewatch. And that is high praise indeed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they have a show next month, Maximum Damage, which yep. we promoted earlier. Yep. And uh, yeah, I, I have a feeling we're going to be there. Let's see. Let's yeah. see. Where... And, and we might just be in the front row <laughs> after our 12-hour journey. <laughs> but until then, just John, we've got some news, pal. Yep. What is it that you want to talk about? What is the main talking point? That we want to discuss to open up our news. Well, there's two ways we can go with this. We can either talk mm-hmm. the AEW Owen Hart tournament, mm-hmm. or do you want to talk about the two matches on WrestleMania Backlash? <laughs> Let's talk about the two matches <laughs> on WrestleMania Backlash. Let's really get into the meat and potatoes. Because for those of you who don't know, we're recording this on a Saturday, and apparently Backlash is tomorrow. <laughs> That's a that's a great endorsement Listen. of how well they've put this show together. There's but. so many matches that the fans are just can't wait tons, to see. Tons of matches. Tons of matches. I'm going to try and look it up now as yeah. as we discuss because we know what the main event is. Uh, well, they what, changed what the, it should be. Yeah, because it was supposed to be the tag team unification, unification. match between... Yeah. Uh, RK Bro and the Usos. Indeed. For some reason, last minute they changed it, and mm-hmm. now it's a triple threat, uh, three on three, yes, uh, tag match with the Bloodline versus Drew McIntyre and RK Bro, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. kind of weird because Drew just doesn't fit into. <laughs> it does seem out of nowhere. It yeah. seems like an odd inclusion. I know that. Um, I mean, Drew is probably the closest or next in line that could possibly be credible at going for the title yeah, yeah. Um, after WrestleMania. So I think that's what's what's happening. But it's 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 like a feud that's only been promoted locally. <laughs> because, because they've only done it on house shows and not on TV. It's it's like it's like they've only managed to promote it on like the West Coast, yeah, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. like California knows a lot about this feud, while Nebraska doesn't. <laughs> kind Listen, of thing. Because like the way they're promoting it, it's almost like like blood feud levels yeah. of like 
intensity. Mm-hmm. And I think like the last couple SmackDowns, they maybe interacted here and there, but not enough to, you know, switch a whole match just for for them to. So yeah, especially a match to make it significantly less interesting. Yeah, because a lot of people thought that it was gonna be like all the titles on the line, like winning mm-hmm. group wins all. But it's none of that. It's just no. a regular, you know, three-man tag. Just a regular yeah. old match. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we also have uh, Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey. I quit match. They're uh, so nice. They're doing it twice. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've said this like a hundred times. I even said this on Twitter. These two have the worst chemistry I've ever seen two performers have. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, there's no doubt in my mind that this is probably going to be a terrible match. Probably. I mean, does the I quit stipulation help for you? No. No. Are no. you are you a fan of the I quit match? Like the stipulation itself? When done right? Mm. Yeah, but I haven't, like, we haven't seen a proper I quit match in a <laughs> minute. Like this. Uh, is, well, uh, the storyline that we're following, we're gonna. <laughs> we're gonna see quite the I quit match. Because, <laughs> like, the way they're they're building this up, it doesn't even because like an I quit match is in the same vein to me as like a Hell in a Cell match where it's like when we get to this point, mm-hmm. it's because nothing else works. Yes, but the way they're promoting it just feels like a regular submission match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like one hundred percent, I agree with that. <laughs> like everything they've done, it's like just make this a submission match. You don't have to make it an I quit match, but. Mm-hmm. Certainly, yes. I, I mean, I one hundred percent agree. Mm-hmm. I, I think the the I quit matches is, it's their glorified way of saying that it's a submission match. Yeah. Um, whereas I think it would have been cool to do like an ultimate submission match, like go go back to mm-hmm. uh, you know your Kurt Angles and your Chris Benoit dates, that yeah, thirty yeah. minute of, of match, but it's submissions. I think that would at least be a bit cooler, maybe yeah. a bit more technical even, base, but even like with um the whole you know there's always like interference or some, mm-hmm. or some shenanigans happening, like you could have even done an an Iron Woman match or yeah. or something like that. But I just feel like. It, the I quit. I, I I don't think is gonna work for the way they're promoting. Certainly. The 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 match. Certainly not. We've got uh, so nice. They're doing it twice. <laughs> uh, Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins gonna be duking it out once again. Yeah, that's gonna be the you know a decent. Another know. another top quality yeah, match, I'm yeah. sure. Edge and AJ Styles with the Priest being uh, banned from ringside apparently. Uh, main question here is: Do you think that there's going to be another addition? to the uh growing edge uh stable oh yeah yeah, for sure like again this this match has potential to be really really great Mm -hmm. but i feel like whoever the next person is that they're gonna introduce to this group is probably gonna come out Mm -hmm. you know the whole light dimming and for some reason aj is gonna be like why is it dark (laughs) and then he's gonna lose (laughs) but yeah um i heard rumors that rhea Rhea ripley's gonna be involved in the staple i don't think she's gonna be the one coming out at backlash but i i see his group getting you know to the like the proper brood style where it's like five or six of them Mm. so it's gonna be interesting to see who they pick for that yes yes what about finn balor Finn Balor was just introduced into the storyline this past week in order he to was. help aid 
uh, Bullet AJ Club, Styles. Bullet Club friend AJ yeah. Styles, and I mean his whole story seems to be that he is converting the losers into winners. How do you feel about a Finn Balor who Listen. is notorious for being a losing piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> it, it would fit. It would. He would fit in the group because he is. He to me, he's better when he's a heel. Mm. Babyface Finn Balor just has never caught my attention. <laughs> like I think that's on purpose. <laughs> like he's just never been like that that type of guy. So him plus he has the whole demon thing going on, mm-hmm. you know. So it, I think he'll fit in perfectly with, with that group. So that'll be that'll be nice. I know it'll be like a good little swerve because mm-hmm. everyone's expecting some. Yeah. AJ Styles Bullet Club thing happening. Yeah, and they never want to give it to you. They, they no, yeah. hell fucking no. Uh, so nice they're doing it twice. <laughs> I thought Backlash was supposed to start the new feud. I thought WrestleMania ended them. Oh Apparently not. As Bobby Lashley and almost fixing to hook it up again in the match that you went to make food for. <laughs> With the new caveat of MVP being on the side, the giant Omos. I don't care about this match. I, I love MVP. I love Bobby Lashley. Mm. I hate this match. Gotcha. And I just hope this is the end of that feud and everyone just goes their own separate ways. Yes. Which I doubt it. There's mm. probably going to be like five more <laughs> of these fucking matches. A lot of raw rematches, oh I'm sure. Yes. Uh, and Well, if you're not interested in that... <laughs> Vince McMahon does have something for you. Okay, let's okay. hear it. Let's hear it. Happy Corbin mm-hmm. versus Madcap Moss. What is this paper? <laughs> <laughs> is this a house show? That one's not uh, tickling oh, your fancy, is it? Uh, the only reason I, I I'm I'm happy that that match is happening is so that they can just stop with the whole Happy Corbin. <laughs> And Madcap Moss thing. I would have liked that fucking gimmick if they actually gave Madcap Moss some funny ass (laughs) jokes. I would have been all aboard, but then they just give him like corny, like dad jokes that maybe I can pull off. Maybe, maybe. maybe. That's a strong maybe. Um, Yeah, so that, I mean, I am not looking forward to that show at all, at all. (laughs) Not at all. Like, again, I just want to, because even the main event is kind of predictable. We kind of know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only match on that whole show that kind of intrigues me is, like, the AJ Style Edge thing. Yeah. Because, like, who's going to, mm-hmm. what's going to happen there. Yeah. But is it worth, is it worth watching this whole show? Mm-hmm. I doubt it. No. I doubt no, it. sir. Going to be a skippable one, yeah. folks. <laughs> Gonna be a skip. Of I'll watch like the little highlights Catch on Twitter. The highlights. I'll watch the highlights yes. on Twitter and come back here next week for the review. <laughs> <laughs> I got you guys. Yeah. I'm gonna be. We'll tell you everything invested. you need to know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then, yeah, we have the AEW Own Heart Tournament. Yes. Okay. You have been following along with this. Yes. I have not. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair because um, the whole, well, no one knows what the winner gets. I mm. think it's just like a Owen Hart trophy or something. But this whole tournament kind of happened. Like they announced it like last year, mm. but then it just kind of started with no fanfare. Yeah. Like yeah. it, they, I just like tuned into AEW one day and they're like, <laughs> this is a qualifying match. And I'm like, when do we start this fucking tournament? <laughs> 
And then like right when you're kind of like interested, like, okay, I, I, all right, this tournament, you know, is pretty significant because these guys are putting these great matches in. Yes. And then just sure. like that, they end and they announce the brackets and it's only like, mm-hmm. you know, like five, six people in, yeah. in the bracket. So I'm like, oh, I thought this was going to be like a full on New Japan style yeah. of tournaments, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they're just doing this to kind of introduce the Western audience to like this for this type of thing, maybe. But yeah, yeah it, it started kind of really, really fucking random. But mm-hmm. the brackets are out. Yes, uh, we got the the women's bracket, and it's uh, Riho versus Ruby Soho, uh, Red Velvet versus Akarushita, Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter, Doctor Britt Baker versus a Joker. Yeah, yeah. Who do you think this Joker might be? There's uh... a lot of women. Out there right now that have been <laughs> thrown to the wayside. That's um, the thing with AEW. Like, they signed so many people that it could literally be anybody. Yeah. And with the ROH thing, mm-hmm. it could be any girl from ROH. So could be. The possibilities are fucking endless. <laughs> so I'm not going to stress about fair, that. Fair. Um, but overall, like that, for the women's bracket at least, it's um, like AEW has a women's division problem <laughs> and you can tell in the bracket because i'm not hyped for any of these matches yeah no like none at all uh yeah because i one my thing is are they going to be given any time and and if they if they are given time what is the substance what is the stakes yeah. i i need I need more than just women or just competitors in general fighting. Because that's the more that's that. the thing with AEW. They they do these women matches and they're just like they're two great competitors. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we know they're in AEW. Like, give us a storyline yeah. behind it. Yeah. So you know, and they they tried with um, Jamie Hayter and Tony Storm, but. All they've been making them do is stand backstage and just be like, hey, I don't like you. And be like, hey, I don't like you. And it's like, that's not a story. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> so, you know, this whole tournament's happening. And there's like, on the women's side at least, there's just, okay, the competitors are great, but there's just nothing else right. there. Right. Yeah. What about the men's side? We got Ray Phoenix and Kyle O'Reilly. We have Jeff Hardy and Darby Allen. We've got Adam Cole, baby, and Dax Harwood, and then finally we have Samoa Joe and the ever incomparable <laughs> Joker card. <laughs> See, this one again, I, I I still feel like the tournament's still too small, but this one at least has some meat and potatoes behind it. You have mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy versus Darby Allen, which is like the dream matchup yeah. everyone's been yeah. fucking dying to see. So okay. we finally get that. Yeah. You know, Adam Cole versus Dax. Dax, I think, is going to play like this like dark horse underdog mm-hmm. the whole yeah. tournament, maybe even beating Adam Cole and moving on. So mm-hmm. that's interesting. Ray Phoenix coming back from that terrible fucking injury yes. uh, to face Kyle O'Reilly. Like, that match is going to be A fucking slap-up. insane. Mm-hmm. And then Samoa Joe versus... A Joker. A Joker that could be, you know... We, we have... But... We have Cesaro out there. We yes. have yeah. so many fucking amazing talents out mm-hmm. there for the men's side. Yes. Um, and that's not disrespecting <laughs> the women. There's a lot of amazing women yeah. 
that are free agents, but yes. you know, Samoa Joe has so much history with a lot of these free agents. Yes. So whoever they pick is gonna be a fucking banger of a match. I would I would have to agree. Uh, yes, the the men's side is a bit more compelling. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot of matches that I'm expecting very good things for. Uh, yeah, I get I. Same thing though. I just need stakes. I need. Yeah. I need to know what it is that they're fighting for. Yeah. Um. The Own Heart Foundation. Yeah. And and everything about Own Heart Fantastic is a lovely thing. And mm-hmm. and, and, and it's nice to have Owen Hart be in the mentions of professional wrestling again. Um. Because it's been an absolute travesty that he's gone this long without being, you know, half mentioned in WWE. Yeah. But that's for obvious reasons. Um. So it's nice that he's getting a look in here, but, you know, what about after that (laughs) is all I'm saying. Because I know for um, New Japan, at least, like, you know, the winner of all these tournaments gets a a title shot with, you know, whoever the the main champion is. So hopefully it's something like that for for this as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. but yeah, they gotta announce it soon before people just you know tune this whole fucking tournament out. Certainly, because sort of um even um even like when I was looking for the match card for the next Dynamite, they have like and again Dynamite. This is the issue with Dynamite that they have way too many things they want to pull off yes. in two hours. Yeah, the yeah. the the card for next week is like five matches mm-hmm. three of them are for the owen hart uh <laughs> tournament and then they have also two segments yes that they're doing so it's like how the fuck is are you guys gonna pull this off like yeah. this is, so it's like you know and out of all these things we all know what match is probably gonna get cut short which is the women's match so it's probably gonna be you know a quick five minute thing so yes. Yes. Yeah, they they gotta fix. They just gotta fix that. that yeah, well, I, timing I, problem. I think they've got too many pots spinning. It's it, yeah. it's kind of weird because with over on WWE side, like mm-hmm. I I tuned in to an episode of I think Raw. Great, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was Raw. And the thing was is that they have so little pot spinning, <laughs> right? Where like there are just moments of just empty nothingness <laughs> happening right well look at the the, the uh, live event we went to yeah our truth just was like okay i'm right. just gonna come back twice. out again twice yeah like they've got so little spinning and going on that it, it's a drag to get through yeah and then you walk over to aw you're like yes they have the best wrestling in the world I truly believe, and mm-hmm. I will put my flag on that hill. Mm-hmm. However, they have so many storylines and plot spinnings and B things and side angles and this thing and, and trying to... I think they're listening to their fans almost a bit too much yeah. with their detriments because every time there's a possible nitpick, they're like, we gotta fix the nitpick! <laughs> That is all that Adderall hits his fucking brain. Yeah, it's like fucking hell, guys. Like, okay, have your like, have your A show, have your B show, then or something. (laughs) Because the 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 beauty the beauty about WWE is that there's a hierarchy. Yeah, you know, and and it doesn't matter who you are or what promotion you came from or what championship you got. Mm -hmm. If WWE says you're a jobber, you're a fucking jobber. Yes, it doesn't matter how good you are. Yeah. 
in AEW, they're like, if you're good, they want to push you yes. to what you're, you know, what you're capable of. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, everyone on the roster is capable of being yeah. the top guy. So, so now they need spots to slot these exactly. people in. And yeah, it's, it, it's making it for a, I don't want to say a difficult watch or a bad watch because mm-hmm. that's not, mm-hmm. but it's making for a, jarring watch it's yeah. difficult to explain because the thing the the first hour is usually pretty good yeah there's moments of brilliance yeah the first hour of aew is pretty good but then when they realize they only have like an hour left and a mm. thousand things to do you just see it pick up and pick up and you're yeah. just like what the fuck is going yeah. like you'll go to the washroom and miss like 30 matches <laughs> like it's like yeah. it's and insane that's where the misses mm-hmm. start coming into place yep. is when you're trying to throw everything at the wall and I, yep. and I, wwe i have to give credit to even though they have so little pot spinning <laughs> the pots that they have spinning for the most part, are hitting AJ Styles and Edge yeah. is intriguing. The bloodline. I mean, the bloodline, very intriguing, very good. RK Bro is mm-hmm. hitting it out of the park most mm-hmm. times. Um, what I, like there's there's quite a few things. Even the Austin Theory stuff is yeah, getting yeah. like good storytelling, good time and commit. Like they have pieces, yeah. same as AEW does. But I think too many pieces, too yeah. many pots spinning. Because at least you know WWE, they 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 make sure if it's like if Roman's the champ. You know, he's the top guy. No. He's yeah. the guy. Mm-hmm. If Edge and Edge and Styles are doing their thing in the mid card, no. they're the guys of that time frame, basically. Yes. But with AW, it's like from start to finish, they want everyone to be, mm-hmm. you know, just hitting it out the park. And it's like, you know, it's it's exhausting to watch. Yes, That's yes. the word. Yes, and it, it's also difficult to tell who their top star is. Who exactly. is their top star? Exactly. Because it's certainly not their champion. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to the crowd, it probably it is not. It certainly isn't no. their champion. Is it CM Punk? Yeah, well, yeah, I guess maybe. But, you know, you also have Moxley and Brian and now um, yep. who's the who's the third guy with them? Oh, my God, I keep forgetting Moxley, his name all the time. Um, Brian. And... Yuda? Yuda, yes, Wheeler. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You have them that are putting on the best performances of their lives with yeah. Regal. So are they top of the card? Are they mm-hmm. main event? Uh, is fucking MJF and Wardlow, are they main event? Are they upper yeah. mid card? Are they mid? What are they? <laughs> and then you have a whole bunch of guys in the back. That like the second their name gets mentioned, everyone's like, "Oh, that he should have the title. He should have the title." And it's like, "Oh, you can't. You, we can't play hot potato with with the main championship." Yeah, certainly not. But I mean, and going back to the to the men's bracket, you mm-hmm. know, just just here, look, Adam Cole, Samoa Joe, people that didn't get in, like a Keith Lee, a mm-hmm. Lance Archer, mm-hmm. and thing, like a Miro is on the shelf, Omega's on the shelf. Well, that's that's the thing too. With, where with do these all people these, slot? With all this talent on your fucking roster, it's so hard to book a show because whatever you do, people are gonna be like, "Well, what mm-hmm. about this guy?" Yeah. You know, you do a tournament that's only, like, eight slots, you know, and you have, like, a thousand people on your roster. Of course, people are going to be like, where's Mm -hmm. Keith? Where's Shane? Where's Miro? Where's Mm -hmm. Lance? Where's, you know, Brian Cage? You know, there's so many fucking people. And do you listen to the fans and try to push them all? That's a bad idea. (laughs) That's a terrible idea. 
Uh, but, or you're you gonna know, the lo- the longest tournament in, in the history of the world. <laughs> But, um, yeah, that's just two humble men's opinions. But uh, We you know, could be wrong. We could be wrong. We could be wrong. But one thing we're not wrong about is pay-per-view reviews. And, baby, <laughs> we've got a pay-per-view to review. From the London Arena. Guess where it is, John? Uh, London. London, England, indeed, my good sir. <laughs> yes, December the 6th, 1998 is when this came. Uh, yes, 10,441 folks packing us in. Uh, this is available on Sky Box Office. It is a UK only pay-per-view service uh couldn't get the buy rate on that one had no idea where the buy rate was i'm assuming that it's either three you know like it was either free on tv or something yeah, like that or yeah. you had to have a subscription to skybox office yeah i think that's how most of those uk shows work mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think i don't think you could have just bought it could you? i i don't oh. i uh, obviously not i guess <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, but these UK only pay per view shows. Have you ever watched one of the UK only pay per view shows before? No, no. So no insurrections, no rebellions, no one night only. No, I don't think My I. Have. No, no. God, I don't think I have. you are a brand new baby boy in all of this. Okay, uh, yeah, UK only show. Uh, it opens up with a good uh, video package here about uh, mm-hmm. hyping up the fatal four way. Which is the first time ever. And this is a very Attitude Era <laughs> opening. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, I was watching that, and I'm like, I need a beer to, to, to actually enjoy this. <laughs> yes, because uh, it opens up. It's hyping up the four-way. Undertaker has hit Steve Austin with a shovel on Raw. And they kept doing that weird voice effect tool. Mm-hmm, where it's mm-hmm. like, Undertaker hit him. Under Undertaker <laughs> hit him. I'm like, what the fuck I'm, am I watching? <laughs> Got Boss Man as the brand new hardcore champion, yep. screwing mankind out of the gold. Yep. Um, we've got Kane being a monster, hmm. just generally speaking. <laughs> and then we have Austin and Kane kidnapping Paul Bearer and tossing him down a fucking sewer. Yep. <laughs> Attitude error, baby. Attitude <laughs> error. Yes. <laughs> The London crowd is electric as we open up tonight. I've never seen so many signs in a crowd before. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. wild. Yes, it was a big thing in the Attitude Jesus. Era. Signs are plenty. But this was mm. like, like you this couldn't even egregious. see people. <laughs> <laughs> you, it was just signs. You couldn't even see people in the crowd. That was amazing. Nonsense. Uh, yes, but the London crowd is electric, which is the norm for these types yep. of things. Yes, they and get I, one every millennia. They should yeah, be exactly, exactly. They don't get much here. And I wanted to talk mm. a little bit about our special guest this evening for the UK show. Oh, Vinny, Vinny Jones. Vinny Jones. Vinny Jones. Vinny Jones is here. And uh, your old K-Bones did some research. 
So I had two as well because I had Whoa! no fucking idea who this person was. Just John did some research. <laughs> I had no idea who Vinnie Jones was. I'm like, Whoa! why are they hyping this man up? Absolutely. So I had to look him up. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He kicks. He kicks the soccer ball. He kicks the soccer ball. Yeah. Yes, he's a uh, footballer. He's mm-hmm. a middle lineman. He's a middleman on the field. Okay. That means he's on like the field in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, he played for Wimbledon. Uh, from 1992 to 1998, so he's currently in Wimbledon. Okay. Okay. During the time of this. Okay. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is his second go round in Wimbledon. As a matter of fact, he's returned to the Wimbledon sports team. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 a player, but that's all that we can really say about him. He's apparently he was mostly known for like being the tough guy that yeah. fights everyone. Yeah. yeah. On the field. Indeed, yeah. indeed. And he turned that into a promising acting career. Hey, whatever you, know, you got to do. Yes, and uh, you definitely would have seen him at some point in his life because he has had quite the fucking acting career. Really? Have you seen what he's in? Yes. Uh, he is most notable for being the Juggernaut in X-Men The Last Stand. Oh, he's shit. the Juggernaut, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's also been... Uh, he's He's... He's been uh, tied with wrestling a little bit more than we might think because he was also in The Condemned with Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? Yes, sir. He was also in The Escape Plan with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone. He's been in quite a lot of things. And he also has an album. He also has an album, <laughs> he also does he? has an album. Good heavens. <laughs> well, we're well. going to be seeing Vinnie Jones later on tonight. Mm-hmm. All right, but let's get into match number one. Numero uno. Yes, it is Gangrel taking on Al Snow. And the crowd is going fucking bonkers for Al Snow. Absolutely. They're going bonkers for Al Snow. They all have the mannequin heads. They're yep. shaking him around. Yeah, and I mean, the Broods theme... Gangrel's theme, baby. It's still one of the best, one of the best ever. ever. But it cannot compete with blood spitting. Head, man, it just can't. It cannot compete with head. That we can agree. Um, yes, uh, the blood spitting, the brood theme, mm-hmm. everything is great. Uh, yeah, Al Snow getting the place to erupt. We kick it off with some catches, get game wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to see a vampire do some bad wrestling. <laughs> That was my first thought. <laughs> Why is this undead zombie yeah, you putting know? him in a headlock? Yeah, yeah, like a headlock takeover, transitioning into the to the head scissors, shooting the half. It's very strange. <laughs> um, there was a moment in the, that first sequence as well mm-hmm. where uh, they're kind of running the ropes, yes. and I think it's a. Uh, Gangrel that tries leaping over Al Snow. Nah, it was Al Snow and trying to do the leapfrog over. Yeah, yeah, and they yes. ended up just headbutting right into right the, the peen. Yes, right into the peen, but they recover pretty well. Uh, yeah, it Al wasn't Snow. that that major of a of a botch. Yeah. Just kind of found it funny. Yeah, exactly. Oh yes, T- terribly <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Somebody getting hit right in the dick. It's perfect. Peak comedy. Yeah, <laughs> Al Snow with the headbutts, a flying crossbody, and an airfall. Yep. Uh, the reverse uh, whip reverses the Irish whip into a clothesline. Mm-hmm. Does Gangrel uh, back and forth? Uh, Northern Lights suplex by Al Snow. It's a near fall. Edge and Christian quickly come down to ringside. Okay. And this is where I get a little like. The the ending of this match peeves me a little bit. Okay, take it us through peeves it. Me. Take us through it. Because 
So they they do some more some some more wrestling. Christian distracts the ref. Yes. And while the ref's distracted, Al Snow gets head, hits Gangrel over the head with it, and you would think that's the end of the match. That should be it. Uh, but Edge missile drop kick on uh, Al Snow. Yes. And then Gangrel just kind of gets up and goes for the pin <laughs> and just wins. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you just got hit with a foreign object, which, which in WWE Universe is like a lethal. Yeah, it's a lethal blow. Yeah. And then, you know, but the drop kick does it for, for Al Snow. So <laughs> that was that, that ending I didn't enjoy that much. This ending upset me only posthumously. Like, mm-hmm. when we get further into the show and we see both Edge <laughs> and Christian later, that's when this ending really started to piss me off. More. Yes. Uh, so we'll talk about it a bit more as we get on. We'll come back to this opening segment. Okay, okay. Yes. So backstage with I'm the glad, I'm just glad that we're both annoyed at we that are, ending. We are. I was okay with it at first until later. <laughs> <laughs> Mankind is hyping up the fatal four-way. He's mm-hmm. in the boiler room. Yes. Uh, he's... And he's basically just explaining the rules of fatal four-way. It, it, yeah, exactly. yeah. Talking about how he doesn't want to have any friendships in this match because friendships have gotten him nowhere. Kane has, you know, destroyed him with a with a lead pipe or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Undertaker has hit him in the head with a shovel. Austin has betrayed him over and yeah. over again. Yeah, you know, it's not a good time. It's every man for himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Match number two. It is the Legion of Doom. The fake Legion of Doom. Oh, it's the Legion of Doom 2000, John. <laughs> Do not disrespect. With animal and draws. Draws specific. And yep. uh, it's the headbangers that they are taking on. This is during the uh, storyline in which Hawk mm-hmm. falls from the Titantron. <laughs> Yeah, going through all that substance abuse problems, which are now just being yes, brought to classic, the forefront. Classic WWE mm-hmm. stuff, you know. Uh, yes, do you know how this feud concludes? How it ends? No, yes. no, no. Okay, so I w- you took a look at the footage of Hawk falling, right? And Draws Yeah, that Draws was supposed to helping him mm-hmm. out. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, does it look like he... Pushed him to you from your vantage point? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I have no idea about this fruit because I was mm-hmm. never the biggest Legion of Doom guy. Yes. So, but, like, the second they played the video package, I'm like, he pushed mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yes, well, you would be correct in that. Uh, Hawk does not die from his injuries. Which he, is even more back. shocking than the push. <laughs> yes, he does return to life, a spectacular recovery, and uh, not only outdraws as uh, being the man that pushed him off of the Tron, but mm-hmm. also the pusher man, both literally and figuratively. No. He was supplying the drugs! This is a heavy-ass fucking storyline. <laughs> God damn. Yes, and Draws admits that, yes, he did supply the drugs. And yes, he did try to push him because he wanted his spot in the coveted 
Legion of Doom God. 2000. I guess we know what we're reviewing next. <laughs> Damn. So, that's such a heavy fucking... There you go. Oh, man. There you go. So draws with the hot start to, mm-hmm. to kick things off. He's hitting some drop kicks, and quickly we get the We Want Hawk chance. Yeah, almost immediately. Almost immediately. Almost immediately. Um, I don't know why you'd want Hawk at this moment in time in 1998. And after falling from that height as yeah, well. And, you probably can't. Can't take on the headbangers. <laughs> no, right he's also been uh, like constantly talked about as being intoxicated, <laughs> unable to compete. Why you'd want to drag this man out of the uh, out of the muck and mire the here? The UK people are sick, sick folk. Yes, indeed. And and draws is looking good at the beginning, but the fans just no, he looks like a million bucks. No, he looks great. Yeah, in but this the fans are rejecting. Mm-hmm. They are just booing him left, mm-hmm. right, and center. Uh, I don't know if that's storyline or if they just hate draws. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's a quick hot tag to Animal, mm-hmm. um, and and not much to say here because there's a little bit of back and forth. But then Draws pushes Animal out of the ring. He wants to try and you know do a little switcheroo like they're twins. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I almost like this. <sighs> the way this pay per view starts almost made me want to like turn it off because mm. I was already upset <laughs> over the first finish. And then this one was just so fucking dumb. Yes. Because Draws tried to do twin magic, even though they're completely different (laughs) in appearance. And so he he pushes Animal out of the ring. Yes. The headbangers get the the Mm roll-up. One, two, three wins. That's it. And also, like, why didn't the ref just restart being like, hey, you're not animal. Just restart. But again, apparently they look exactly alike. And the ref was like, oh, animal, what are you doing Identical. here? Identical. That was so um, fucking weird. Yes, and then animal and draws come to fisticuffs. They, they start, start brawling swinging. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then just just disperse. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> So far into the show, I almost called you. I was like, nah, let's review something else. This is some bullshit. Uh, a video recap now of Austin attacking The Undertaker with a shovel. Mm-hmm. Uh, as The Undertaker tried to get Kane into a body bag to put him into an ambulance to send him off to an insane asylum. But it wasn't him mm-hmm. in the ambulance. No. Uh, no, the yeah. Undertaker gets put into the ambulance after getting nailed with the shovel. Yeah. Leaving Austin and Kane all alone with Paul Bear. Paul Bear then gets kidnapped and thrown into the aforementioned yeah. sewer. Uh, so then we go to a young Michael Cole yep. who is uh, interviewing Undertaker and Paul Bear. And, uh, and this is actually a pretty badass promo it by is. Undertaker. It's a very good promo. It's a yes. very fun. He, he asked, uh, there's one line where he's like, he asked uh, Michael Cole if he's a religious man. <laughs> Because he should pray for what he's about to do to Steve Austin. Right. And I was that's like, right. that's fucking badass. Yeah, and talks about how the reckoning is coming. Yeah. You know, how the people are going to be, or excuse me, the hounds of hell will be banged for yeah. the soul of Steve Austin. <laughs> yes, it was a great promo. That but was... Sadly, Paul Bear doesn't get a chance to shine here. You know, no. he doesn't get to cut a promo. But, you yeah. know, every now and then it's good to just see Undertaker be yes. like, hey, yeah. This is why I'm fucking terrifying, yes. guys. Yes, it happens very rarely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Match number three: <laughs> Val Venus versus Gold. Mm-hmm. A video recap assures us that Terry is pregnant. 
if you guys thought the Legion of Doom storyline was weird, <laughs> this was, I was watching that video package like, what the fuck was going on in the 90s? Well, let's talk about it, John, because uh, Terry is pregnant. Yes. Uh, Terry was involved in a, uh, a adult film. Ooh that uh, Val Venus does. Uh, so she was involved with Val Venus mm -hmm. uh, and they had a little bit of a relationship. But kinda. she was married with Gold yes, Dust or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, or they've been separated, but uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, then, of course, she announces that she's pregnant and it seems like it's Val Venus's baby, but mm -hmm. in fact, it is not. He, he leaves her. Yes, he leaves her right then and there and says, I've had a vasectomy. <laughs> so it is impossible. <laughs> impossible for me to be pregnant for you to be pregnant this storyline um, is wild <laughs> yes terry dresses up as marlena in order to try and get back with goldust but goldust says you better forget the name of goldust yep. <laughs> marlena has a hissy fit turns back into terry with a very hot smoking hot outfit with bosoms aplenty on display yeah someone needed needed to check on on jerry lawler because throughout oh, yes. this show he's, he's, having a, he's having some palpitations yeah. uh jackie and Terry uh, mm -hmm. did uh, did a bit of an attack on um, on uh, Mark Nero, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I believe it was Val Venus as well, or it might have been Goldust. Either one doesn't matter. Uh, but um, yes, that was the beginnings of PMS, <laughs> the Pretty Mean Sisters. Um, yes, indeed. Uh, can we talk about the goddamn music for a second? Because still is banger after banger <laughs> after banger. Val Venus's music. Gold. I don't. I, I honestly don't remember his. I'm not sure if I had just hadn't heard it in a long time, but I don't remember his music being that great. Oh, he was, it's amazing. He was coming out with the towel and everything. I'm like, no, how? It's so sexy. Oh my god. So sexy. <laughs> and then Goldust then coming out and being weird as fuck with yeah. the wig and all that shit. And it just all is so, so perfect. Amazing it's time. It's so perfect. Give me your favorite theme song of all time. Holy shit. Mm. My favorite theme song of all time. Brett, Brett the Hitman Whoa, Heart. I love Brett that fucking Heart. Yeah, I even fucking when Natalia, and I hate Natalia, mm. but when she comes out, I'm like, ah, they're doing the, they're doing the thing. <laughs> Very nice. I'm not Very sure nice. if that makes me just super Canadian or something, but. I, I love it. I, I respect lo it. I love that. That one, and I get a lot of shit for this one. Mm. People hate me for this one, <laughs> but Undertaker's American Badass. Oh my <laughs> lord! <laughs> Keep rolling, rolling, oh. rolling. I love that fucking theme song. For shame. For shame. Listen, I can talk about Biker Taker all fucking day. I love Biker Taker. All right. To the match. Yes. Val yes. Venus with the quick attack. Wait, whoa, 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 buddy. What's yours? <laughs> <laughs> just make me expose myself for being a biker taker uh, lover yes, and... uh, no no you're absolutely right you're absolutely right um yeah my favorite song is a um i think pourquoi maurice um... <laughs> what? yeah 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 uh, th these are the unsung heroes of uh, music um 
got Eve Torres's theme. Oh my god, which is also pretty decent. Um, uh, you know, you've got some good. The Islanders. Oh, the Islanders no. had a pretty hot take. <laughs> Um, there was a there was a mashup of Booker T and RVD's theme that you can hear at WrestleMania 20. That was pretty good. Oh. It was like, can you dig it? <laughs> it's, it's fine. We don't need to hear you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Val Venus. <laughs> it's Chris Jericho's theme. <laughs> Chris Jericho's theme, 1,000%. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, Val Venus with the quick attack. Booker T and RVD. Oh, God. Hot as fuck. Wonderful. Uh, yes, it's not very effective. Goldust sends Val Venus out and uh, attacking on the steel steps, puts his face first. Mm-hmm. Uh, back into the ring with a, with a slam and a slap. All right, Goldust is in total control here. Uh, an interesting, like, springboard back suplex, like, bounces yeah, that was his legs really off the ropes. Yeah, yeah. Does back su- yeah, it's very nice. <laughs> uh, tries for a monkey flip, but gets tossed off. And um, Val Venus is uh, not able to take full control just yet because Goldust pops right back in with yep. Bulldog. Yep. But it is a near fall. Tries for another running attack, but gets a spine buster for his troubles. A fisherman suplex and a near fall and atomic drop. Both men collide and Goldust lands right on Val Venus's uh, moneymaker. <laughs> yeah, right yeah. on the dick. <laughs> <laughs> if I can be so bold. And and I always thought that move, that move was so fucking weird. Because even in the eighties, <laughs> I forgot who it was. There was some guy that did like the headbutt to the dick, and I'm yes. like. What odd sick choice. fuck? Odd choices. Like your legs are right there. Yeah. You don't have to fully just go down <laughs> on another two. Jerry Lawler says, right on the big Valvoski. Yes. Oh yeah, they kept calling him the big Valvoski mm-hmm. the whole fucking mm-hmm. show. Yeah. Uh, goes for the Shattered Dreams, but uh, Errol Hebner gets pulled into the way. So no dreams for the dust. Val Venus with a roll up and a win. Mm-hmm. But then after the bell, Goldust yes. beats him up and still hits the shattered Gets dreams. Gets the shattered yeah, dreams. Yeah. Huge pop from the crowd. It's fantastic. So for those of you keeping score at home, that's two, uh, three fucked up finishes. Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, these matches are just ending quite abruptly Jesus. and or incorrectly. Yeah. Yes. Vince McMahon speaks <laughs> at Oxford University. <laughs> Uh, he is introduced as the evil chairman of the board. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, um, it was apparently a lovely time. <laughs> and then on the stage comes Vince, Shane, Patterson, and Briscoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as they all come out to uh, cut a bit of a promo, Vince McMahon yeah. runs to the back to grab a cup of tea. Uh, they, they basically were announcing that they changed the Rocks mm-hmm. match. Yes, yeah, He's Pat not going to be fighting triple h he's mm-hmm. going to be fighting xbox instead mm-hmm. and triple h will be taking on double j yeah that's Jet right that's right uh yeah pat patterson says da rock da rock <laughs> and of course briscoe saying hunter hearst hemsley hunter hearst hemsley and i think even at one point uh who was it i think it was uh jim ross that was like it's triple <laughs> h, triple h. Yeah. <laughs> also briscoe with a with a very nice thing says there's going to be some surprisements. Some surprisements, he says. <laughs> oh, it's wonderful. Shane McMahon talks Vinnie Jones. And this Shane, because again, I'm not the 
biggest 90s pop culture guy because you know <laughs> i was three yeah so he's talking about like some george uh yes. george michael's guy george michael yeah. and basically saying that like something about george michael coming mm-hmm. out as gay yeah. yes and then insinuating that vinnie jones the guest mm-hmm. today was george michael's <laughs> secret lover and yes. i'm like what the fuck was the 90s man <laughs> what was going on well george michael it's Jesus. interesting george michael at this moment he's the guy from wham uh wake me up before you go go okay 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 careless okay, okay. whisper yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's he's wake that guy yeah, that's okay, right. Okay, okay. So he's with the lead singer there, and he moved out on his own. And during this time period, George Michael was, he was not outed as gay, but he was very much like dancing with the idea okay, with the okay, press. Okay. Everybody was trying to hunt it down. Like, okay. is he gay or not? And Shane broke it. No. Okay, <laughs> just making sure. But there was an interview in which he was getting quite heavily, like, angry about people constantly attacking him for mm-hmm. it and trying to figure it out um there was also a point where he was actually arrested in a public bathroom for lewdness because he had come on sexually to an undercover police officer oh thank i thought that was gonna go no there left. <laughs> i'm like am i gonna have to edit this part out no 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 no, no no uh yeah so george michael was very heavily uh in the in the was during this time period. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. They decided to have some fun with that, apparently. Jeez. <laughs> Wait, uh, so hitting on a, on a cop is illegal? Uh, <laughs> well, it was, it was public lewdness because the officer claimed that um, George Michael had exposed himself oh. to the officer okay, because okay, this okay. bathroom was a notorious, like, gay hookup spot as many park bathrooms are (laughs) more than you would think unfortunately so george michael was in his element and Mm. he thought he could be safe yes and there was there was a very attractive man who Mm. was specifically sent in there as an undercover cop to try and expose some penises The 90s. Mm-hmm. I feel you. I, all right. Okay. Back to the show. <laughs> so after all that stuff happened to mm-hmm. poor George Michaels, yeah. Shane is like, hey, I know who your boyfriend <laughs> is. It's Vinny uh, Jones. Passes the mic to young Vince McMahon mm-hmm. here that cuts a promo on the English crowd. You English. <laughs> He's like, let me tell you something about uh, tea time. <laughs> it's a load of crap. Yeah, <laughs> Up. The asshole chants are non-stop, like relentless. Um, he's, he, he signs us off by saying that England is going to uh, transform in the future full of decay, mm-hmm. debauchery, and run by a prime minister of Pakistani extraction. <laughs> Listen, man. And Whatever you gotta do to get heat, I guess. <laughs> God damn. And we are just gonna pile heat on top of heat because next up is Tiger Ali Singh. <laughs> after all that, after you piss the crowd off intensely, then you're like, all right, here's Here Tiger Ali Singh. Tiger Singh. Ali Singh. Jerry Lawler asks, is he Pakistani? <laughs> 
Jerry Lawler, early Jerry Lawler is a fucking gem. Yeah. He's amazing. Absolutely <laughs> savage. Um, yes, uh, it's Tiger Alley Singh. And, and also during all the times where like, because this for some reason was an insanely political show. Yeah, very, very much. <laughs> and every time that like they would go too far and then Lawler would like, just double down on it. You could just really? hear the silence from Jim Ross. It's like, I'm just not getting... No, I'm not when, getting involved in that. Because when he's like, is he Pakistani? You could just hear Jim Ross be like, nope. <laughs> no, sir. Not getting into that one. Indeed. Tiger Ali Singh taking on Edge here. Mm-hmm. Yes, Edge uh, coming out through the crowd. You know, you think you know me? Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, before that, mm-hmm. uh, Ali... Because, uh, again, this was just a very oh, political yes. show. Of course, of he course. He cuts a yes. promo, um, and he says that he's doing this for his forefathers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that suffered under British rule. <laughs> you know, because, again, this show is just the fucking G20 summit or some shit. Yeah. This is like the mo- <laughs> every chance they get, they bring up politics. Mm-hmm, so, yeah, mm-hmm. he does that promo. Then yeah. it's, I think, you know. Then it's, it's I think you know me. Yes. You are lost. You are scared. <laughs> uh, cheap shot early on gets mm-hmm. missed and Edge is taking control uh, backdrop and uh, Ali has to slide out off of the Irish whip uh, Edge gets him back in and puts Ali into the post and crotches him right there uh, Tiger Ali Singh begging off but it's to no avail he gets an atomic drop um, here we go Edge heads up to the top <laughs> rope uh, uh, goes for a flying cross body but it gets reversed into the power slam, Tiger Ali Singh with the feet on the ropes and steals a victory. <laughs> this pay per view so far has been fucking madness. What the fuck? Like, like, Edge literally, like, we didn't like speed through this review either. No, nothing happened because Edge was dominating. Mm-hmm. The entire fucking thing. No. And then Ali wins in a, on a roll-up. And this match was only two minutes and, like, 40 seconds. This, this match is, went no time at all. This is, um, like, it's almost to the point where it's like, why even do it? <laughs> why even do it? Gotta fill the run time, uh, man. But Edge beats him up, so the baby face still comes up on top. And he's exactly. like, hey, America. Yes, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Michael Cole hits the ring and it's time to interview Vinny Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's asked, uh, what do you think of Vince and Shane McMahon earlier on tonight? And uh, Vinny says, I'm going to punch him out. I'm going to knock him out. I'm going to find him after this. And I'm going to knock him out. Right? Uh, <laughs> what are you going to do if Boss Man gets in your face or any of the WWF superstars? We're British! We're going to beat him up and send him back to America! <laughs> We're British! We'll fight anyone! We'll get right in their face and give him a kick in! Right? And uh, to end us off, uh, Michael Cole, I think, whispered this into his ear because he said, he whispers into his ear and then asks him one more question. And Vinny just goes, it's going to be emotional. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Listen, it's a celebrity, so you got to cut him some slack. But 
I don't think he knows what the fuck the main event is. No, I, I don't I think don't, he does either. Yeah. <laughs> he's got no idea. He's given no stakes, no idea who's going to win. I'm pretty sure he thought he was in the main event. I think either. So. <laughs> like, he was certainly cutting the promo. Yeah. I'm going to punch him man. We're the British. We're going to fight for you, man. You Americans want to come in. The whole, time he was doing the, the whole time he was doing it, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking <laughs> Like, no one's fighting you. <laughs> what the hell? It's America versus the Brits. Oh, my God. In right. a fatal four-way with all Americans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, shit. Match number five is Mark Merrow and Jacqueline taking on Sable and Christian. And it is here where I ask, are the brood fucking heels or not? What the hell? <laughs> Gangrel was very clearly a heel, but Edge they had was the a baby heelish face. tactics to win. But yeah, Edge was a baby face. Edge was a baby face, and now Christian is with the ultimate baby face in <laughs> Sable. Listen, are they heels or not? <laughs> They're the brood, man. <laughs> secondly, secondly, Mark Miro is supposed to be gone. Yeah. There's a recap. Even, yeah, they even played the recap where they're like, yeah, he's yeah. supposed to be retired, but yeah. fuck it. He's yeah. here. So. He has a contractual obligation is what they say. Because literally his storyline with Jacqueline mm-hmm. is over. Yes. Like they finished it. Yeah. And then they had to like come back for this. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay. So confusing. I'm so confusing. Um, Yeah. So Jackie comes out and immediately attacks Mark Merrill. Yeah. Yeah. They start uh, brawling. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Then uh, Sable uh, coming out, and uh, here comes Christian. The match begins, and um, I don't have a lot of notes for this yeah. match because no. I was more kind of mesmerized by the whole <laughs> shit that was happening early yeah, on. So, because Meryl and Christian start off the match, yes, but Meryl, being you know the the heel, mm-hmm. he runs straight towards Jacqueline and tags out. Yes, so Christian had to go, and then he had to fucking go tag out because. Those are the rules. That's the rules. Like JR women said. Face the women. The men face, face the, the women. men. Pay attention to that rule, <laughs> folks. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, Christian tags Sable. Sable comes in, and then Jacqueline's like, I don't want none of that. And yeah. then she tags out Mero, yeah. and they do that whole like they do the whole thing. Yeah. Uh Mero gets his trunks pulled down by Christian. Yep. And so he's in his red undies. He he, he goes like, Hey, you rascal. He turns yeah. around, falls down. Yeah. And Sable then Sable starts kicking him in the ribs. Yeah, in front of the ref. The yeah. ref is seeing this. Seeing all of it. You know, and to, to bring it back, mm-hmm. the men. They're supposed Can, to fight the men. And the ladies are only supposed to feel up the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're Sable, and then you can just kick the fuck out of Meryl. Yeah, because that's your husband. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, Sable is hitting him with a kick at one point, uh, but uh, inverted DDT by um, by uh, Christian, I believe, mm-hmm. to, to Mark Muru. Um, Sable bomb on Mark Marrow as well. Okay, mm-hmm. finally, Jackie gets brought in and Mark Marrow walking out of yeah. the match here, um, leaving Sable and Jackie here to, to have their little scruff and roll around on the on the. On the cold, cold canvas. Yep. Getting the nips all nice and hard. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, uh, TKO. Uh, <laughs> TKO by Sable to Jackie to win. <laughs> yes. And then 
after the match, mm, this is where shit goes wild. This is where it goes so, like so far up to the show it's yeah. been left. Yeah. This is where it takes a complete fucking detour. This has been this is like shocking. This is unreal what because, we see here. Because after the match, Jacqueline starts beating up the ref. Yeah. She's like, you piece of shit. Yeah. Starts just left and right. Mm-hmm. She somehow ends up on the ref's shoulders. Yes. I don't know how. Because yeah. she's beating him up. Yeah. And somehow she's just on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, no, you're on my shoulders. I mm-hmm. guess I should get up. Yeah. And then he gets up with Jacqueline on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. And Sable rips Jacqueline's top off. Yeah. And then for like the first time in the night, J- uh, Lawler was quiet. Yeah. Because Jacqueline <laughs> had no bra on. Nothing. Jacqueline was exposed to the like, crowd. Full, yes. Didn't cover her, her tits. Nothing. Nothing. She had like her arms splayed out, like her tits are on full display. <laughs> For a good three seconds, like turned from one side to the other. Yeah, they they panned out. Yeah. Yep. And then she does a roll through to get yeah, out of she, the ring. She does and a hurricanrana runs off. on the ref. Yeah. And fucking leaves. I was stunned, and I I was like Jerry because Jerry like full on saw some boobs. Yeah. <laughs> After years of talking about boobs, yeah. he gets them. Like, he gets full boob. And I don't know if that was supposed to happen. Like, if she was supposed to have a bra and that came off as well. Yeah. Because I didn't see the bra. Yeah. Or if she had, like, you know, the nipple pasties. Especially since it was, like, a UK-only show. I'm like, would they really do this just for a UK show, right? Well, the thing about the UK is that the UK is a lot more, like, explicit in their... Yeah. Like entertainment, like, yeah. They are full nudity on some shows, yeah. And in the newspaper for a long time, page three was a just a nude woman. <laughs> <laughs> but even still, for the WWF to do that yeah. was like, what on and, earth? And even like Jacqueline, like I don't think she doesn't look like the person that would agree to that. I would hope not. So, <laughs> so I'm not sure. Again, I'm not sure if she had like the little like. Cover up things, or if the spot was supposed to be maybe with like maybe there was some miscommunication or something, but that was that was wild. Yes, pretty sure Lawler had a heart attack. <laughs> Seriously, he could not recover for a bit. He did not talk for a good ten minutes. <laughs> he was yes, he was stunned. Mm-hmm. On to the next match. Yeah. And, uh, in the and interest, so far, we have not had a clean fucking pin. Not at all. It's just been some bullshit after yeah. some bullshit. Yeah, every match has had a screwy finish of some sort. Um, in the spirit of sharing the load, oh my God, the IC Championship that. match. I hate when you say that word. Just John! I hate when you say that word. Oh, yes. All right. I leave it to you, my boy. <laughs> So it's the Intercontinental Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna put on my world title as I sit back and relax. <laughs> so Intercontinental Championship uh, title match. Yes. The champ Ken Shamrock with Big Boss Man mm-hmm. versus Steve Blackman. Yes. And it starts off, um, you know, they're showing, you know, they're like the two 
legit badass guys. So they're showing each other like their strength, Indeed. you know, hitting each other with lefts and rights and knees and all types of all types of things. Certainly. <laughs> Ken, after a while, he starts uh, taking control, hitting Steve with uh, elbows and clotheslines. Uh, Blackman goes for uh, inside cra- uh, cradle, but mm-hmm. Ken kicks out and nails him with a nasty big boot. Yes. I also want to see say here at this point, because mm-hmm. it started to appear from this point onward, the crowd chanting, you fat bastard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Various times, and this was directed to the boss man, Aww. and it was the most furious of all the chants throughout the night. He was like, "You fat bastard! You fat bastard! You fat bastard! You fat bastard!" <laughs> Which was lovely. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. uh, the UK crowds are always fucking amazing. They're That's so why I great. can't wait for the new and the air horns, like shamrock. It was like you're, it was like you were watching a soccer game. They were so round, like great. everyone was so into it. Fucking hyped. Because anywhere else, this amount of screwy finishes and bullshit, the crowd would have been out of there. Oh <laughs> yeah, they would have been turning on this show. They were just amazing throughout the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, back to the match. Uh, Blackman then tries to get some momentum. He's hitting uh Ken with some strong shots, but Ken hits him with uh like a sidekick. And puts him puts him in a sleeper hold. Yes. And uh, that that you know that sleeper hold is on for a bit. Yeah. It's... This is the thing with Ken Shamrock that I just don't understand. He's amazingly athletic. He must have the cardio for days, but feels the need to rest hold if he's given anything more than like a <laughs> three minute match. I'm not sure because like <laughs> you know Ken comes from that MMA background thing, so I'm not sure if it's like. This is how he thinks wrestling's supposed to be. Yeah. Where he's like, oh, I have to have a rest hold. Yeah. But he, yeah, like you said, he's one of the most athletic people in the fucking WWF at that moment. Serious? So it's like, you can go for more than, like, this match is like 10 minutes. You don't need a rest yeah. hold. He should be a guy that has wrestling matches in the realms of what probably, like, Brock Lesnar is doing today. Yeah. Or even if you're going to go for a, a sleeper hold. Fact. Do like a Kurt Angle style where it's like a painful submission. Where it's yeah! like it's still a sleeper hold, but Shamrock you look knows these holes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like why are you going for like a headlock or like an arm bar when you're like a legit submission specialist? Yeah. Just put him in a fucking submission and do that. Exactly. It's a whatever the fuck this is. Very confusing. Um, but Blackman keep fights out of it and hits uh Ken with a spine buster. Uh then he goes for the pin, but Ken kicks out. Uh, he then throws Ken out of the ring and does a base li- a baseball slide to Big Boss Man for no the, reason. Uh, for no reason at all. Because <laughs> even like the whole time, Lawler's like, because um, Jerry and Jim Ross are going back and forth. Yes, they're like, "Why is Boss Man here?" And Lawler's like, "Hey, he's not doing anything. He's just standing there." Yeah, and I was agreeing with him. I'm like, yeah, he's just fucking standing there. Like he's not bothering Literally anyone. He does nothing. And then Blackman's like, "Hey, you know." What would make this better? <laughs> Let me antagonize yeah. it. So, if I kick you right square in the fucking mush. So yeah, he fucking baseball slide kicks a uh, big boss man. Yes. Which of course pisses off big boss man. <laughs> yes. Uh, he then grabs a lead pipe. No, he produces. 
this is a baton. Like a full-on police rioters was baton. It? I thought it was a lead pipe. No, it's oh a full-on police rioters baton. And I have to wonder why he did not have that all the time. Like, I know he has the nightstick. Yeah, the but nightstick. But I have seen a baton in person. Mm-hmm. It is the most terrifying and hardest fucking weapon of all time like a security guard hit me with it once like we were playing around it was an overnight shift (laughs) but he like takes it out he whips it it makes the most ungodly frightening sound and then he hits you with it and it's like your bones just snap (laughs) i was fucking terrified as soon as he produced the the stick so boss man gets the nightmare stick basically (laughs) and when blackman tries to run the ropes he just fucking whacks his ankle with it yeah uh then imagine imagine getting hit in the ankle the ankle is so tender imagine (laughs) and then right after that to add you know insult to injury ken shamrock puts him in an ankle lock tap out right away yeah and our no, not even a, our first clean finish because that no, even had a fucking even god damn. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. We're gonna get to a clean finish, hopefully. Oh god, are, are we? <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> you think so? Jeez. A promo backstage by mm-hmm. The Rock. Yes, we are uh, hyping up his match with uh, Xbox. Yeah, and he made. <laughs> I love The Rock promos because he, he's eating an apple and then he goes to Michael Cole. He's like, here, hold hold The Rock's apple. And he just gives Michael Cole the apple. Like, hold The Rock's apple. I don't know why that made me fucking <laughs> laugh so much. I'm not sure if it was because I was so annoyed at this whole mm. pay-per-view, but that fucking cracked me up. Uh, the Rock is also going through a phase where he's uh, he's doing all of the fake-out catchphrases, like all of the Rock. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going through like the what you gonna do and the ooh yes and the mm-hmm. best there is and yada 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 yeah. before he actually gets to if you smell what the rock is cooking on to the next match jeff jarrett versus hunter hurst hemsley <laughs> so it's double j with uh deborah and triple h with the ninth wonder of the world china triple h is just recently coming back from an injury yeah uh an interesting note here that this is the second time that they have done a switcheroo of doing the rock and triple h because at survivor series there was an injury yeah but they just keep on holding off on this match Mm -hmm. i find that very interesting And, and i don't know why and to and even in uh the the Brock's sitcom, mm-hmm. you know, Young Rock. He he talked about Triple H and like that very like this was like my all time yeah. rival. And I'm like, Stone Cold's in that same room. What yeah. the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Seriously. So I'm not sure if there was like some you know backstage that kind of like Maybe. I don't want to say like like they were enemies but yeah. it was like a friendly competition type of maybe, thing maybe maybe cuz like again if you if you watch young rock which you shouldn't cuz it's not um yeah they play off they like they've had like a blood feud and i'm like i yeah. don't remember you guys having even that many matches to be honest like i mean in the year 2000 they had their fair share but i wouldn't go as far as to say like top ride yeah when i think rock i don't think 
Triple H, but yeah. apparently there's something there that I mean, we... they had they had a long history. Yeah. They, they fought at this past SummerSlam. They've had a little mini feud over the IC belt. Mm-hmm. They would go on to have a feud over the WWF, but at the same time, you know, yeah. Stone Cold is there. It's very cool. Uh, I would I would want one day whenever he, whichever one of them yeah. gets the chance to see if they can kind of expound on that. Yeah. That that's a, sounds like there's a, some interesting stories might be. behind might that. Be. Yeah. Uh, yes. So, um, God, the, the the show is dragging me down. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. It's um, two hours and forty fucking minutes. Yes. of false finishes. And yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's just nonsense. Uh, so the first note that I have here is Triple H with Spinebuster. Okay. Oh, I had Jeff Jarrett with Headlock. Oh, okay, that's well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just trying to get to the damn, like, meat and potatoes of this match. Listen, if you've ever seen a Jeff Jarrett match, or if you've ever seen a Triple H match, mm-hmm. it's that. It's yeah, like, it's, it's a very formulaic yeah, affair. Yeah. It doesn't get to go over ten minutes. Yeah. And I love Double J, so... Yeah. It's it is what it is. Yes, a, a back elbow that sends Triple H to the outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in uh, goes for the crossbody, but a roll through. Triple H gets a near fall out of that one. Um, Triple H is on there on the ropes, and here comes Miss Deborah, Deborah. who is choking young <laughs> young Hunter Hurst. Uh, tries for it a second time, and China says, "That's enough, girlfriend." <laughs> and makes her way ever so somberly over to Deborah. Because yeah. that's the thing. She didn't even break it up. No. She just walked to that side yeah. of the ring. And Deborah goes scurrying away yeah. like a coward. Uh, a sleeper. Applied by young J-Doubles. Uh, but it turns quickly into the back suplex. A ten-punch spot by Triple H follows us up. Um, then there's some kerfuffle and some commotion. And Deborah is getting involved. Yeah. Deborah gets into the ring and tries to look sexy. For Triple H. Yeah. yeah. But, I, but I, I, I right here, you know, she looks a little bit more drunk than sexy. Yeah. Like, she looks like a tipsy woman. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, stumbling out of the bar. I mean, like, Well, hey. she's always looked like a tipsy woman. But this moment here, it was like, you're, like, she's attractive-ish, mm-hmm. but not enough that, like, a young Triple H would... No. Be like, whoa. No, no. Uh, yeah, she doesn't really look sexy here, but it is giving enough time for Triple uh, for Double J to get a chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, tries to go for a swing, but China stops it. And as Jeff Jarrett turns around, he turns right into the pedigree. It is one, two, three. And then, you know, Deborah just yells at Jeff Jarrett a little mm-hmm. bit more. Mm-hmm. And we still have not <laughs> had a clean finish not a single one not a single one backstage with stone cold steve austin he cuts yeah. a quick old promo yep. uh hyping up the fatal four-way and guess what it is every man for himself yeah. and like <clears throat> each all the other promo so far has kind of been like you know you kind of see some character mm. this one it was just stone cold being like i don't care who's in it, i'm gonna whip <laughs> the ass <laughs> stone cold being stone cold love it hey video package I think you've been looking forward to talking I about this. I have not one. been looking forward. Have you not? It's D'Lo Brown going around London, England, talking about how he is, uh, you know, he's European, loving being European. 
All right. Mm-hmm. This is his country. Mm-hmm. This is his nation. Mm-hmm. Right? This is his world. Uh, people on the street recognize D'Lo Brown. They want him to be European champion. That man was a plant. There's <laughs> no way. The more I think about it, there's no way you just know who D'Lo Brown is. <laughs> Especially if you're in England. There's no fucking way. Get the doing, fuck out You of are here. doing a disservice <laughs> no. to D-Lo Brown. No. He is former European champion. No, no one with their like wife and kids he visiting England. Europe. No. He is an important piece of the puzzle. Especially out, out of costume. He's just in regular people clothes. There's yeah. no way. No way. Unreal. He's like, oh, is that fucking D-Lo? Was, Get the fuck out of here. That's a plant. <laughs> he called it the River Thames oh, instead of the River Thames. A guy tried to come up to him and say it's the River Thames, and he says, Fuck it, tourists, get out of here. He kept insisting that he knew the queen, yeah, and that she just forgot to give him a key. Oh, fuck. Uh, 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 so a national treasure. After that, we get ourselves the New Age Outlaws defending the Tag Team Championships against D'Lo Brown and Mark Henry. And in the interest of sharing the load. <laughs> well, first of all, I still love, love, love the New Age Outlaws uh, intro. Oh, yeah? Fucking amazing. Yeah. And, uh, Love it. It was the perfect place for it because right? London was right along there with them. Oh, yeah. No, they were... Uh, at the beginning, they were kind of off, but mm. then they kind of like synced up. And yes. I was like, oh, you guys got it. You guys yeah. got it. They, they get there. It they, took them a minute. They're, they're a bit slow to start, but they're good to finish. Those, <laughs> those English. Those English. You know, those damn English. Uh, so, yeah. Dilo starts off with uh, uh, Jesse James. Mm-hmm. Um... James starts off quick, making D'Lo have to go outside and regroup. A lot of regrouping in the show. A lot of regrouping. We haven't talked about him in the other matches, but when I got to this point, I kind of realized, I'm like, a lot of fucking regrouping. Yes. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but James tags out Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn then does, like, a really fucking dope gorilla press on D'Lo. Mm. Um, for some reason, I always forget how fucking strong... Billy Gunn is, Billy and how is. just pause for anyone that does how big Billy Gunn is. <laughs> he's a tall, he's a tall, tough fucking dude. He is. But I don't know. I think because his name is Mister Ass, people fucking forget <laughs> how badass he is. Um, and then D'Lo goes out again to regroup yes. with Mark Henry, and Mark Henry has to be, like convince him and be like, "Come on, we just gotta get our head in the game get and in. get back in there." Um, yes. Work it out. Yeah. Mark Henry gets in there with uh, Billy Gunn, and they do a, a test of strength mm-hmm. with uh, with each other. Yeah. Uh, Billy Gunn tries to attack Mark Henry, though. Like, they don't actually do a test of strength. Right. But uh, who Slap is it? it Henry puts, puts him in a bear hug. Slap it on that bear hug! The dumbest submission in the history of submission moves. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, of course, they do the whole... Is he is he dead? Is he gonna do it? Is, is he, he gonna get out of it? Is he is he dead? And of get course, the arm drop. of course he gets up. We're three minutes in. 
Like, there's no reason to be doing wrestles before in a three minute match, especially a hope spot like that. Like, it's just like the the, the arm count spot. <laughs> Weird time. But he fights <laughs> out, and him and James hit uh, Henry with a double team, yeah. a double drop kick, mm-hmm. and you know they hit D'Lo with with, with another fucking drop kick, and yep. they again go to re fucking group. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is not a fast-paced match for you guys to be taking these motherfucking breaks. There is a malfunction at the junction, and they have to come back and regroup themselves. But this is like their third time. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you guys are doing in the regroup session is not working. Like, Jesus. Um, Henry and D'Lo are finally starting to get some momentum. They're beating up uh, uh, Jesse James a little bit. Uh, Billy Gunn then comes in and he yeah. he's taken on both Henry and D'Lo because I think hot tag. Uh, but I think James got like I'm not sure if he w- he's just great at selling, but he looked like he actually got hurt because he right. was selling like his rib area like it really. Is. And for like the remainder of the match, Billy Gunn kind of just takes over the the whole thing. Yes. Um, but Billy Gunn hits D'Lo with a power driver for the win, and ladies and gentlemen. We've done it. We're almost and forty-eight minutes in. (laughs) We got our first clean pinfall. (laughs) My thing was that it took like it was just out of nowhere. Like I think Henry broke up a pin, Mm -hmm. and then Billy Gunn just gets up, lands a power driver, pin. That's it. But that's done. I think think Jesse James was legit hurt because he did not come back into the match, and after the match, he looked really fucking hurt. So Mm -hmm. I'm like. You're either selling this like fucking crazy or you legitimately got hurt and they had to like be like, just hit me. Just hit five, driver. Let's just go home. Go home. Ah, yes. It is the semi-main event. It is the WWF champion, The Rock, taking on challenger X-Pac for the WWF championship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what we're on to. We've had ourselves a clean finish. Yep. Yeah. We've had ourselves a pretty shit show up until this point. (laughs) And I will have to say, I believe that this is the breath of fresh air that we need. Fucking love this match. Yes. It started off with quite the Mm -hmm. hot pace. Mm -hmm. Yes. We have the uh, crisscross a leapfrog in a clothesline. As the uh, as uh, Xbox seems to take a little bit of control here, a spin kick, a multitude of spin kicks, as a matter of fact, by The Rock. Yep. Yes, and uh, he has to powder out. You know. Um, yes, as I said, the, 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 I actually write down here. This is a breath of fresh air that this match is a quick pace. Um, I think The Rock gets on the mic mm-hmm. after, and he says, "You know what? I'm done with this shit. I'm mm-hmm. leaving." Yes. None of you people deserve me. <laughs> no, not at all. But then as he goes up the ramp, Triple H yes. and China mm-hmm. are waiting for him. Yep, they send his ass right mm-hmm. back to the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, X-Pac tries to go for a Bronco Buster, but indeed misses, and The Rock takes control. A neck breaker by The Rock. Uh, the Rock uh, takes him to the outside, tries to do a spit with JR's beverage, yeah. which was very clearly a beer. <laughs> <laughs> And also very empty, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But um, uh, he, gets a, he gets a punch in the face. The Rock does a spit take, mm-hmm. which was very hysterical. But The Rock hits a thumb in the eye. 
Yep. Right? He sends him right back into the ring. Uh, follows it up with a low blow while the referee is distracted with Triple H. Uh, the corporate elbow, not the people's elbow. Mm-hmm. It's the corporate elbow. The corporate that elbow. Turncoat. He, does, he doesn't even throw his armband. No, he just places just throws it. Yep. it right down onto <laughs> Xbox. Hits the elbow, but there's a kick out. A mm-hmm. kick out. A kick out. But he puts... Uh, Pac right away into a sleeper. Like the second he kicks out, yep. he puts him into a sleeper hole. Sleeper. I, I just thought that little detail was pretty was cool. Good I was stuff. like, ah, that's, that's dope. Good stuff. X Pac tries to fight back, but it gets turned into a rock bottom attempt. Mm-hmm. But then China hits the low blow. Ah, yes. And then there's a roll up on a near fall. That was so such a good near fall. Too. So close. Very that good. Was, very good. Because the crowd was like into it. Like they were like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. This like, could be it. One. This could be it. The crowd is getting into it. Mm-hmm. Um, X-Pac delivers a spin kick and uh, begins to fight back. But then there is a ref bump. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. The Rock grabs his World Wrestling Federation title, mm-hmm. while Triple H grabs the European Championship as held by X-Pac. And then The Rock goes for X-Pac, but misses, and then Triple H is right there and nails The Rock with the belt. The crowd is electric. They think yeah. that this is it as yeah. Pac crawls, crawls ever so slowly, gets the shoulder up. At a two, the rock hangs in there. Like, the crowd is going crazy for this. Like, they're mm-hmm. biting on all these near falls. Oh, like, yes. Oh, yes. And then Pac finally managing to hit the Bronco Buster the on the rock. Move. Yes. And the rock uh, <laughs> thinks so also because he rolls out pretty much instantly. Uh, sees China, gives her a little shove. And that's enough to send Triple H into a frenzy attacking the rock on the outside it is a dq finish ladies and gentlemen how do you feel (laughs) so this is one of the best matches on the fucking card you have the crowd right where you want them and then you do this it's like come on man yes yes a big pro post-match brawl ensues a lot of fighting a lot of things happening the corporation come down to try to make the save they get the rock out of there yeah yeah disappointing finish but a fantastic match yeah great match but the finish was dog shit it was it was indeed and uh ladies and gentlemen it is now time for our main event it is the Fatal 4-Way. It's been hyped up all night. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first ever on Sky Box Office. <laughs> if that means anything to you. Um, the special guest ring announcer. Oh, yeah. They, they, Shane. Yeah. So they they announced that Shane's a special guest ring announcer. Yes. Um, Pat Patterson. Yeah. He says there's still some more surprises. Mm-hmm. More surprisements. Yeah. Uh, Pat Patterson apparently is a special guest timekeeper. Indeed, indeed. Uh, Gerald Briscoe, co-owner of the Briscoe Brothers Body Shop. (laughs) He's a a special guest referee. Yes. And Vince McMahon. The special guest commentator. Mm -hmm. That is... Oh, yeah. And Big Boss Man. Yes. The special enforcer. Indeed, indeed. So basically the whole corporation... Is going to be at ringside. Yeah. Yes, uh, the the suits give a, a group hug <laughs> as soon as they come in together to group hug. They're so lame, and I love I, it. I love it because in this occasion, you're supposed to pretend like <laughs> you guys are in cahoots, yeah. but when you all just embrace them, like, oh, we did it, we pulled it. 
just like, come on. Uh, here comes Vinnie Jones. Uh, Vinnie Jones gets right into the boss man's face and pushes him. And uh, boss man takes a tumble to the outside. Great sale by the boss man. He's furious. And Briscoe pulls out oh, the red, red card. card. Yes, Vinny has been red carded a la Alessandro Del Bruno. <laughs> oh, yes. Vinny is being sent to the back. That is it. Um, Kane and Mankind are out first. And, and also, sorry, yes. for a guy that's like the badass Brit guy, mm-hmm. when the security came, I thought there was going to be a bra. They were like, he was just like, no, no uh, it is what it is. What you got to do. Kane and Mankind uh, enter first and they fight before the match even begins. But then they ring the bell yeah. as they're fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was fucking weird. Makes no sense. And then but, like uh, a couple minutes later, mm-hmm. Undertaker comes out. Yes. And then their brawl continues <laughs> for like a good like minute. Mm-hmm. And then Austin, Austin comes out. out. I'm like, what type of fucking pacing is what the hell it's weird but i do kind of like it i like the idea that these guys that are so like heated in this four-way feud yeah yeah like they'll just fight right away like they want to get their hands on each other right away bells be damned i like that idea it does need some tune-up though you're right (laughs) you know you know you know what it is it's that like we're so accustomed to the mm. normal way, yeah. That just seeing it like that, it kind of like threw me off, mm. and I was like, "Wait, what? Yeah, the fuck is happening?" Especially because it's the Undertaker that comes up, so they fight in darkness. Yeah, <laughs> maybe if Undertaker came out first, yeah, then Kane, then they're brawling Cause, them. Yeah, because Undertaker's making his entrance, yeah. so Kane and, and slowly, think, yeah. <laughs> So he's slowly walking down, everything's dark, and Kane and Mankind are just wailing at each other in complete darkness. Very funny. But yes, all four men are in the ring, but I have to make a point of Taker's entrance. Taker's, oh my god, Taker looks so cool. He does. He He looks so cool. (laughs) Um, Yes, all four men into the ring, um, but the brawl ensues. Kane and Taker, here comes Austin. Uh, excuse me, all, all men are in the ring at this mm-hmm. point. I'm going to jump ahead. Mm-hmm. My God. Uh, <laughs> Austin and the Undertaker meet at the ramp. Yeah. A brawl around ringside. It is complete and utter chaos. Austin and the Undertaker take the ring, while Kane and Mankind stay on the outside with their brawling and shenanigans. And with with this match, uh, I'm not sure what your thoughts are, mm. uh, are about this, but WWE, to me, do a really good job and making sure that even if it's like a thousand people in the ring, you don't miss the important parts. Yes. This one, not so. Like there was sometimes where like stuff would happen. I'll be like, wait, what the fuck? Like certainly. Yeah, yeah. Certainly. But usually WWE is like the best at making sure like it doesn't matter how many people are in the ring. Whatever is important, you're gonna see it. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think there were a lot of spots. To say like mm, like now yeah, yeah. there's a spot here spot there spot there this is important this is important and it's also all scripted now yeah yeah so it's like okay we know that this is gonna happen at this point so mm-hmm. let's get a camera mm-hmm. while this match here is more like just bup, 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 punch kick, yeah. punches punches i'm over here now and the fact Paul that bear's was, gotta shoot and the, fact <laughs> that, <laughs> and the fact that it was like giving off like house show vibes yes. so i'm not sure if that played a part where like the camera crew was a little bit more yeah. like 
it was like that for the whole show. Yeah, yeah. This whole show is a glorified house show. Yeah. Like, because even the, the audio on, on the WWE Network was not the <laughs> kept, best. Kept fucking yeah. yeah, there was one point in this match where um, Undertaker goes for a flying clothesline. And then Vince McMahon is like, yeah, boy. And the audio on it was so fucking intense. It was like, holy shit. And at some points, like, only, like, the left side would. Yeah. So I'm like, god damn. Like, they did not give a fuck. I was like, they recorded this shit just for the fuck of it. They did not want to do this. I was like, exactly. damn. Exactly. Um, Paul Bear with the shoe. And then guess yeah. what we get? We get the chance of, you fat bastard. You fat bastard. You fat bastard. <laughs> They do do a spot. I'm not sure if I'm jumping ahead of you or anything, but they do do a a, a spot. Yes. Where I think it's mankind mm-hmm. who's uh choking Kane. <laughs> no, Steve Austin is choking Kane, <laughs> and then Undertaker starts choking Steve Austin, yeah. Yeah. and then mankind starts yeah. choking <laughs> with like the the camera, the camera cables. So that that spot made me fucking laugh. Fantastic. Yeah, moment. that was a great spot, especially like. So for some reason, the the intensity of the blood feud, <laughs> like everyone hating themselves so much, and then having that funny ass spot in the middle just made it so it's fucking so funny. <laughs> and the crowd gets louder too. They're like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is great stuff. Mankind gets a microphone and starts hitting Taker and Kane. Mm-hmm. Uh, both Jerry Lawler and Vince McMahon are begging him to attack Austin. It doesn't happen. Uh, <laughs> Then all four men are in the ring, and Jerry Lawler is like, you cannot say that you want J- J- Austin to win. You can't say it. And then JR goes nuts. He's like, I do want Austin to win. I want Austin to win. All right? Does that make you happy? Do I need to kiss your ass anymore, McMahon? And then, and then, like, after he does that, yeah. there's a whole brawl going on. Yeah. But there's, like, a minute of silence. Yeah. And Vince is just like, I'll watch it over there, pal. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> there's oh, a whole God. blood feud going on, and after like he snaps like that, you just hear like like a couple <laughs> seconds of everyone just being like, oh fuck. <laughs> oh man, good stuff. Uh, the Undertaker goes for old school, but Kane stops it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mankind and Austin work on Kane. What was it called back then? It, I, I don't think it was called anything. I think it oh, was okay. just they would see it and they're like, this is an amazing movie. <laughs> <laughs> when it happened, I was like, oh, the old school. But I'm like, wait. Yeah, it's not old school yet. It wasn't old school yet. Yeah. He was in the prime of his life. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Uh, yes, Mankind and Austin working over Kane. Uh, <laughs> then Mankind goes like, a, yeah, yes, oh, and tries to go for a handshake. I love that. And mankind. Austin just immediately attacks, goes for the stunner, but it is blocked into the mandible claw uh broken up there shortly thereafter the undertaker then crotching crotches mankind Mm -hmm. pulls him into the into the post there kane and the undertaker unite to attack steve austin momentarily and mankind joins in it's a three on one at one point and mankind is like you shouldn't have done that steve oh Love. And then, of course, a double clothesline to mankind. It's every man for himself. Yeah. How could you not know? Going for the spike tombstone pal driver on the steel chair does Kane and the Undertaker, but mankind gets the chair and hits Kane. But then the Undertaker gets down, grabs the steel chair, and murders mankind in the face with a steel chair. Listen, 
I don't know what was going on in the WWF at that time, but every time someone would pick up a chair against Mankind, they leaned yes. everything they had into that shot. A little bit of pepper. Holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I, I, I heard that shot, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> he should sue WWE. There's no way. God yes. damn. Uh, Taker then goes for the pinfall, but Austin breaks it up with his own steel chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin <laughs> then nails a stunner. Uh, but then Briscoe just will not make the count. He's been doing screwy counts all night. No, 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 no. Come on, man. Oh. He, he had to check the Come time. Come on now. Come on, now. Check the time. <laughs> Come on now. That one wasn't his fault. Oh, yes, I'm sure. Uh, choke slam by The Undertaker to Austin and Kane. The Undertaker is dominating at the moment, but there is no referee. Earl Hebner comes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mankind and The Undertaker brawl to the ringside while Austin hits yet another stunner on Kane. And then, finally, it is a win. But that ended, like, that that last sequence mm. was so fucking random. Because, like, he just hits Kane with the stunner yeah. and then pins him. And then it was just, like, over. And yes. I was just like, oh, oh, okay, I guess. Yeah, you know. All right. I know, I know. But uh, yes, Austin is victorious. He starts to attack uh, everybody around ringside. Here comes Vinnie Jones back. Yeah. With the big boss man. Big boss man gets in, but Vinnie gives him a punch right to the right to the gut. Just right in the guts. And, and then boss man takes a stun. And and then um, Earl Hebner. Before that. Yes. Briscoe takes one of the nastiest stunners. <laughs> true he he was upside down for like a second i'm like what yeah yeah i don't know how people don't talk about that stunner (laughs) more often like that looks so fucking painful it did it did it looked horrible uh boss man does attack earl hefner yeah yeah yeah. before vinnie comes out vinnie does make the assisted stunner happen Mm -hmm. and then earl hefner with some boots just stomping the shit out of boss man (laughs) beautiful stuff those faces stand tall austin grabbing some beverages uh to send the fans home happy and a total of one clean finish a total one clean finish that's all we can ask that's all you can ask for in two hours 44 (laughs) (laughs) and that was capital carnage john that was our first foray across the pond into a uk pay-per-view oh yes oh the best fucking crowd no absolutely and now here we go it is match of the night standout star and the overall star rating baby what you got for me (laughs) um overall rating Three out of five. Three out of five. Decent pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. No clean finishes. Yes. I hated that. <laughs> I Half of these fin- Even if they were all screwy finishes, mm-hmm. if they made sense, I would have been like, okay. Would have forgiven it. But most of these were just fucking terrible. But the matches were great. So that's mm-hmm. why I'm like, you know what? It's a three. Yes. Because th- some of these matches, I would like to go back and watch. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the finishes were just a bit, eh? Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, match of the night, again, even with a dumbass finish, The Rock Xbox. Gotcha. That was an amazing fucking match. Mm-hmm. Um, and then standout star, The Corporation. Wow, you're giving a group corporation. Uh, the Corporation oh. as a group. Oh. They were amazing. The whole, the like, the perfect heels. Mm-hmm. 
And then you had Lawler on the commentary team also just being, True. you know, I, I put him as part of that whole fucking For, group uh, as well. Yeah, certainly. He's a de facto member. Yes. So the, uh, the whole thing was fucking great, great. And then, you know, their whole performance in the in the main event. It was like, how do you not give it to them? <laughs> like, yeah, they were they they were bad bad heels to like the point it was like cringeworthy. Certainly, yeah. But it was fun. Absolutely. And, and yeah. I was like, you know what? You guys get it. Yeah. Uh, and this give is, me more Briscoe. This is the genesis of of, of the corporation yeah. as a stable itself. We've had the McMahon and the Stooge Boys, but now everybody's coming together. Yeah. So it's interesting to see how they develop at rock bottom. Yeah. Because you, you also rock. have to add the rock yes. and Ken Shamrock mm-hmm. and the big boss man. So just overall, yeah. they just did a fucking amazing job. They're doing not yeah. too bad at all. Yeah. Very good. Okay, Let's awesome. Hear it. Let's hear it, uh, Yes, match of the night for me is certainly uh, X-Pac and The Rock. Yeah, yes, that's uh, a no-brainer. Absolutely. Uh, standout star, as <laughs> I said, I did not have one going into this show. Um, I really had to think about it because I was trying to figure out who would really like stand out to me. Mm-hmm. After reviewing, I'm going to go with X-Pac. I'm that's go- fair. Yes, that's I fair. feel you know, uh, it's, it's really quite impressive. To get an entire crowd on the side of him as mm-hmm. a credible champion, mm-hmm. a possibility that he could have won the WWF title. And and the beauty of Xbox is that he does this throughout his career, yes. where even though he has no business being mm-hmm. in the main event picture. Yeah. The second he gets like a little momentum, people are like, oh shit. Yeah. He can he do it. He always slots right in. <laughs> yeah. So that was very impressive. And, and when of you course, put him up against a big man, sorry, when you yeah. put him up against a big man, he just shines even brighter. Totally. Totally. The, the best cruiserweight. Yeah. One oh, of the yes. best cruiserweights. Oh, for sure. For mm-hmm. sure. And um, yeah, he did a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. I also have to give a special honorable mention, though, however, to Jim Ross. We did not. <laughs> He did not talk yes. about it, but he actually suffered a, another attack of Bell's palsy during this show. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, I know. And you oh, wouldn't shit. have noticed either. He still managed to keep up a pretty good pace. He, he was fucking great. The whole pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah, he did a good job. So yeah. special mention to him because he's the, yeah, has the attack of Bell's palsy. His mother had just passed away at the Survivor Series show. So a lot of things had been taking place in Jim Ross's life. Because even time. at the Survivor Series show, he was great. Both shows, he was very, very good. Like, because mm-hmm. this was like, you know, people are probably going to pick another year. But this was like a really good year for Jim Ross from very. what we've been reviewing. Oh, certainly. And like, it only been, gets better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah but, so um, to, to hear that he also had a, had an attack, that's... Yes. Wow. Yeah, so he's uh yeah, he's had an attack here once he flies home back to Oklahoma. He is going to be off television and we are not going to see him again until WrestleMania 15, the Damn. main event of WrestleMania 15. And who shall fill in his place? Michael Cole. Michael Cole. Mhm. So him. we're going to get early bird young baby Michael Cole I'm trying to contain Jerry the King Lawler yes. in his prime. Yes. <laughs> At his horniest. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, special mention to Jim Ross uh, pulling through on this show. And I like how all of our reviews, we went from Michael Cole being the interviewer <laughs> to now we get the early. He's going to be the guy. Oh, boy. He's going to be the play-by-play. The show rating itself, however, is a two. I did not Fair. enjoy this show <laughs> at all. At all. Oh, fair. There were bits where I was thoroughly bored. The brood confused me. 
and we had screwy finish after screwy finish. The only highlights are, as you said, the corporation mm-hmm. and the Pac and Rock uh, matchup. Mm-hmm, yeah. I would say aspects of the main event yeah, were yeah. cool, but the idea of the four-way uh, concept is not really fleshed out in this show because it is just punching, kicking, house show kind of brawling. Yeah. And the fact that it was like, again, now they've, we've kind of perfected the yes. fatal four-way. But back then, it was kind of like, okay, Steve Austin fights Mankind, mm-hmm. Undertaker, yeah. Kane, yeah. and then and Kane. Then crisscross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Then they just do a hot tag and be like, all right, yeah. now you go over here, I'll go over here, type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So the show overall itself was not very enjoyable, mm-hmm. but it, it had its moments, and that's that's great. Um, it had potential to be a good show. Certainly, certainly. But then I guess because it was in England and WWE was treating it more of like a a, a glorified house show. Yeah. They were like, eh, yeah. let's not try. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. But uh, overall, yeah, that's that was uh, Capital Carnage from the London, London Arena and the Capital Capital, Capital Carnage in the London, London Arena. <laughs> those are all words. Those are all words. Yes. Uh, and next week, we move right along to Rock Bottom. It is The Rock's very own pay-per-view. The Rock's specialty show in and which... that's why you gotta love the corporation. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. In which we will have a buried alive match. The Undertaker and Steve Austin, they've not been hitting themselves with shovels for nothing. <laughs> It'll culminate. Oh. Ah, it's all clicking together. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the Colossal Tussle podcast. Episode number nine is in the books. And uh, as always, you are able to follow us on Instagram, on Twitter. I'm leaving that to just John, our resident electrician. Go for it. (laughs) Yes, follow us on Twitter at the Colossal Tussle one. Follow us on youtube at the colossal tussle as well um again we promise we're gonna be a little (laughs) bit more active on the twitters yes um so yeah so just follow follow the twitter my personal one i'm not even gonna use it as much anymore (laughs) so follow us if you need if you have any suggestions anything you want to review anything you want us to talk about feedback the colossal tussle one on twitter and Put your little comments on YouTube. We'll see them and we'll 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 get back at you as well. Totally, totally. And uh, yes, Instagram. You're able to follow me on at Director KJ and at you at Faron Thirty Six. That's F A R A O N Three Six. Yes, and for me that is D I R. No, no. <laughs> Everyone knows how to spell Director. Jesus mercy. <laughs> Thank you. Take it away. Yes. Thank you very much for joining us. And we will see you next time for Rock Bottom episode 10 double digits, baby. Yes. And we are out.